to God be the glory, great things he has done, so loved he the world that he gave us his son who yielded his life in atonement for sins and open the life gate the army go praise the lord Praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory great things he has done thank you father thank you that the entrance of your will bring forth light and understanding let there be impartation that will bring revolution let there be lord insight that will cause a resonance in the hearts of your people to cause transformation let no one remain the way he or she had come. Let there be an encounter afresh with your spirit. Come and do the thing that only you can do in their lives. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. And the people said, Amen. I can hear you. Amen. This morning, I will continue. And the words, the exceptional and the exemplary life of faith. Somebody said it's already afternoon. Because it's always morning when it begins. <laughs> Hello. Uh, praise God. It's never, there's no situation that is, is done. It's, it's, it cannot be changed. Oh, this particular, don't, don't believe that lie. You know, that is why the first Three words of the Bible in the beginning word God. The God can always cause a beginning no matter the situation. Don't ever believe time is gone. Don't ever believe I'm already getting too old. Don't ever believe look at my situation is different. Why? Oh yes, you, uh, look at it, look at that. Oh, it might be different, true. But you know the reason why he has allowed that? Is because God wants to give you a testimony after the test you've gone through. An exemplary and what? Exceptional life of faith. What does that mean? What does the word exceptional mean? Well, exception, yes. What does the word mean? Outstanding. It means unusual. It means rare. It means what? An exception. It means superior. What? Distinguished, an exceptional life of faith. An exemplary, what does the word exemplary, what does it mean? It means something worthy of example. 
something worthy of what? Commendation. Something worthy of what? Imitation. Something that is an example. And we're looking at the lives of individuals that are worthy of imitation, worthy of what? Commendation, worthy that we can look at their life and say, let me, I can pattern my life after the life of this person. And let me tell you something. It may surprise you that in the entire ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus only commended two people for their faith. And none of them were disciples. None of them, none of them were even Jews. Only two. We looked at one last week, the centurion, and we're looking at the other today, the word, the Syrophoenician woman. Sometimes you find faith in unusual places. That is why I don't look at anyone and say, no, this one, you cannot amount. I would never, never look at anybody and don't look at, don't look at anybody and say nothing can come out of them. No, don't, that is what is called judgment. That means you are condemning them, you are damning them. God is always a God of another chance. It doesn't matter. Don't look at somebody and condemn the person and say nothing good can come out. I'm telling you, God is a master in hiding treasures in the mud. If you don't learn to look, you will see the mud and turn away. You will see the mud and walk away. But inside that mud is a treasure that is hidden for those who are willing to walk, go the extra mile. So we are looking at the life of this woman. Called the Syrophoenician woman. Matthew chapter number 15. From verse number 1. Matthew 15 from verse number 1. From verse number 21. 21, Matthew 15, 21. He reads and I quote, Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. This was the first time and the only time that Jesus left the Jewish territory. The first time and the only time he left. He departed from the land of Israel. In Matthew chapter 10, he actually instructed the disciples, don't leave the land of Israel. But for the first time, he left. Why did he leave? I've pondered on this. I've meditated on this. And you know, I could only come up with just one, that Jesus went looking for this woman. When looking for this woman, there's something about faith in God that will cause God to walk over, to reach over, to look over a million people to walk, to come and touch you wherever you are. Look at this woman, a woman of Tyre and Sidon. You may not appreciate this fully until I break it down further for you. The Bible says in verse 2, uh, 22, And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, So Jesus went looking for the woman that will cry out. <laughs> Are you willing to cry out this morning? Have you been crying out? That is why. Don't let anything stop your cries. When I say cry now, not just say cry out in unbelief. Don't let anything stop your cry to the Father because your voice is your address in the Spirit. The woman of Canaan. The Canaanites hated the Jews. So it wasn't that he was going to a friendly country. They hated the Jews. And among the tribe in Canaan, the, the people in Tyre and Sidon were the worst. They were the worst. 
But yet this Jesus went looking for this woman. Looking for this woman. They hated the Jews. <laughs> and he got there and cried out to him saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. What? My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Jesus got there and cried out, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. You know what she did? She called out his covenant name. His covenant name. Oh, let me tell you something. Christianity is not a religion. I can submit to you very, very clearly. It's not it's a relationship. What is religion? Religions are do's and don'ts. Religions are observance of what? Observance of rules and the rest of it. Christianity is relationship with God. Are rules important? They are, but let there be relationship first. What was the religion of Abraham? What was the religion of Abraham? I'll be turning to those who have just graduated from apostolic school. Evans, what was the religion of Abraham? What was his religion? Tell me, what was the religion? He didn't have one. He didn't have one. Somebody said about Judaism. Judaism came after. Came after. He had a relationship. That stood him out. He didn't have one. But you know, eventually all the three major ones came out of him. Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. That you call, yes, they all came out of it. But Abraham himself had relationship with God. Yes, he was part of, but the, he met with God and that transformed his life forever. When he said, you know, and, and with David, God promised David, he said, you would never lack somebody that to sit on your throne forever. So Jesus. Jesus came to fulfill that. Jesus was called the son of David. So this woman who was a non-Jew, who was part of the Canaanites, who was part of the tribe of Tyre and Sidon, how did she know that? Something that the Pharisees didn't know. Something that the leaders of synagogue didn't know. Something that, you know, those who were there did not know. This woman had, this woman saw Jesus, heard about him and said, have mercy on me, O son of David. How did she know that? But what was the response of the master? What was the response? What was the response? He answered her not war, a word. Why? Why didn't he answer her? He just wanted to what? Punish her? Why didn't he answer her? What? It was already out. It was already out. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you know, he, he wanted. The woman said, "What did the woman say?" He said, "Lord, son of David, have mercy on me." And Jesus said, mm, "Something is happening here," and he kept quiet because she wanted to know whether she was only using borrowed phraseology. She wasn't part of the Jews. She was saying something that belonged to the Jews. That this woman, 
Does she truly believe what you're saying or what exactly is happening here? So Jesus waited to check her out. That is why I'm telling you, listen to me. We've said this year is a year of what? Open doors and what? You know, if you have not believed it, that can become a borrowed physiology for you. Because you're just saying it, what? It's not tinkle, tinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. What is the year about? It's a year of open door and limitless possibility. It's a year of open door, limitless. Do you truly believe that? Will you act in line with that? Jesus did not answer a word. And the Bible says, what followed after? The Bible says, even the disciples said, send her away. It's almost as a double rejection. But Jesus was checking her out because he would not abandon her. He came for her anyway. He was waiting for her to see her response. And the disciples said, send her away. Thank God for these disciples. Thank God. You know, when you read their story, they actually, they are like a source of hope for many of us. Say, Lord, thank you. If Peter made it, then I can make it. He denied him how many times? Three times, and he sit there in heaven. Somebody said, we'll be at the pearly gate, opening the door and welcoming everybody. Show me the scripture. Disciples said, send her away. And what, what, what did Jesus now say? For he cries after us. Verse 24. Jesus now said to her. He now said what? But he answered and said, I was not sent to the lost. I was sent. What? Except to the lordship of the house of Israel. That this is my assignment. Um, my assignment is to the lordship of the house of Israel. And what did the woman now do? 25. The Bible says, and she what? She worshipped him. <laughs> this woman will not be dissuaded. I was praying about this. I was praying in the spirit. Ruba Baba Shili Mama Lord, talk to me. Show me. Tell me about this woman. You know everything about her. Show me. Reveal things to me. And you know what he said to me? He said, The woman is a barrier breaker. And he said, I've called you to be a barrier breaker. That is why I've led you to her. A barrier breaker. She broke barrier of culture, she broke barrier of religion. A barrier breaker. I am a barrier breaker. That is why it doesn't matter the circumstance happening around me. I will break through. You cannot be, you know, you are only limited by your own limitations. Hello. Somebody said, have you, uh, Pastor, but have you read the doctor's report? Oh, but can I tell you about his report? Somebody said, how about this, how about that, how about that? How about report? Whose report will you believe? I said, whose report will you believe? A report of, report of the Lord. His report says I am free. His report says I am healed. His report says I am rich. His report says what? Victory. Whose report will you believe now? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says I am healed. His report says I am I am rich. His repulses. I am free. His repulses. Victory. Whose report will you believe? I said, whose report will you believe? 
born of the Lord. You are only limited by your own, your own limitation. Every limitation you acknowledge becomes your stumbling block. Every limitation you, you, you confess becomes your barrier. The moment you get to a place and you start to confess your limitation, you stop there. If you want, but, but what do we do? When we're faced with all this one, it's time to what to reconnect and say, Lord, that is why you must become prophetic. I was telling us about, I can share, I can open and open and open. I was, tell, you know, in, I was telling the people in the morning service, how when I first came, when I landed here, oh, I'm telling you about a week or two afterwards, I just landed. I, there was a call that came from Perth and said, oh, oh, and called my friend. He's still alive, Pastor Joshua, you can ask him. He called, they, they, they called him from Perth and said, there was a particular church. Building ready, people ready, everybody ready. And uh, we all were just looking for his word. Pastor. And he turned to me and said, Pastor Shea, something is happening here. I said, where? I said, in Perth. Building ready, uh, people ready, everything ready. I remember December 15, 2001. Because I was preaching in Jobok that month of December, 15th of December. I was preaching in Pretoria. I was in Joburg, and I was praying there, getting ready for my meeting. And suddenly I said, but Lord, you sent me to Australia. He said, where exactly in Australia is very big? Australia is not just a point. Where exactly? And I heard him clearly, Melbourne. And I landed a week after, or two weeks after, Perth said, come. And I just said, I said, give me what? Give me what? Give me a few minutes. Let me consult the one who brought me here. And I went inside. I went there. I said, Lord, they said, Perth. I thought you said, Melbourne, have you changed your mind? What is happening here? He said, no distraction. I said, thank you, sir. I quickly went out. I said, hey, 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 hey. I said, he said, ah. I said, yes, I went to consult. And I said, what did he say? He said, distraction. He said, Pastor Shea, you seem to be so sure about what, oh, not me. It's not about me. It's about him. Who has what? Who has what? Who has everything in his hand? Who is very, very clear? That is why we are not led by opportunities. We are led by God. If you are here, there's a reason why he brought you here. You might not have heard very clearly like myself that go and do this and do that. But if he allowed you to be here, he brought you here for a reason. He brought you here. And if you're a child of God, there's someone living inside of you that is come with you here to make a difference and a change in the perversity of this generation. How many of us remember, I shared this testimony earlier in the first service, Brother Innocent. You know Brother Innocent? He got a job in where? Ah, you remember the testimony? He got a job in Tasmania. His bag was parked. Parked and ready to go to Tasmania. I don't know where. Maybe it was Davenport. I don't know where. Got, the bag was parked, ready to go. Or what was the capital of Tasmania? What? Hobart. You know, in Tasmania, I was told, I've never been there, you can confirm, that actually, that you can get to the, what is called, a, um, a traffic light. You will get to, 
by the time you get to traffic light, and if the traffic light is showing red, just quickly take a nap like this. And then take a nap, then you can just, just for 20 minutes, 20, not long. Yeah, I said a nap, just 20 minutes. And then, but if it's taking long, you might pop, pop, pop behind you. And then because everybody takes it easy there. Everybody takes it, everybody takes it easy there <laughs> in Tasmania. His bag was packed, but thank God for his wife, Remy. Oh, are you married? I pray that God will give you a good wife. Because I stand before you as a testimony. The, one of the best decisions I took after giving my heart to Jesus was the choice of my wife. It's so important. It's not even a matter of let's look at it. Is a matter because it is destiny. It's destiny. Thank God for his wife, Remy. And Remy said to him, Before you leave, why don't you go and talk to daddy? Why don't you let why don't you pray together about this? Thank God for godly women. May God give us godly women. May you be a godly woman yourself. He got a job, better pay. He didn't say, hey, how much is the pay? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to earn $5 more, $20 more. Oh, oh, yo, 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 pack, 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 pack. Go, 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 go. She said, why don't you talk? Let's hear what God will say about this. Let God confirm it to us. And he sat, we sat together. We're praying in my living room. He shared and shared and shared with me. Shared with me about the job, how the opportunity has come. And they were trusting God for their permanent residency. They were trusting God for what? Which is very important, isn't it? Very important. And I said, wait a minute. And the Lord showed me that, look, it will be an initial open door. Then by the time you go forward, you're going to hit your head against the wall. And he listened. God is my witness. I told him in October. I did not know that the visa he was on will expire in April. November came, everybody said nothing. December came, everybody said nothing. January came, everybody said nothing. February came, everybody said nothing. March came, everybody said nothing. I remember he said, hey, he went and met Lucky. He said, hey, this is what uh, pastor said. And Lucky said, I'm telling you, whatever he says to you, that's why it's important to have godly friends. Because that's what he said. When is this visa expiring? April. And this is my nothing. Better pack your back and quickly go now. He didn't say that. He said, whatever he says to you, well, do it. He went back to his wife. The wife says, and uh, you know, there was a song we're singing a lot. Uh, Let faith arise. <laughs> Let faith arise. <laughs> and the wife said, faith, faith must arise. Do you know, before the visa expired, they called him in that company and said, Discussion started. The company paid for the lawyer. The company paid for the visa. The company paid for everything. Those who packed is alive, you can confirm. Those who quickly packed their bags and ran to Tasmania. He got his own PR much, much faster before those who went. I'm telling you, one with God, 
is majority. Learn to stay with God. Learn to walk with God. Learn to move with God. Majority. He got it. And today, I mean, God is just, they are still here in the first service. For some of us, oh, well, you know, they were still here in the first service. I was sharing the testimony together. I said, he was sitting where you were sitting. Where you, I said, you know, son, where? He said, yes, yes, yes. You know, son, he said, yes, yes, yes. So we're sharing testimony together. Yes, you remember? You, oh, yes, it was there. Was there in the first service? Was there in the first service? What, what exactly am I saying to you? She came and worshipped him. She came and worshipped him. She was not discouraged by the situation. If she was not, January went, February went, March. It was almost a discouragement. But this, he did not give up. He did not give up. When you don't know what to do, when you have, you have prayed, when you have fasted, when you have called on the name of the Lord, and there's nothing to do, it's time to worship. It's time to praise him. Praise is the highest form of prayers. When you don't know what to do again, it's time to lift up your voice and start to praise. You know the problem with us is this. We have reduced praise and worship to songs. That is why, when we, okay, let us praise now. What is the one that was thinking when we pray? Let us praise now. When, when it's time for praise, we say, okay. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise. Move, move, move. I will say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Hallelujah. He has made me glad. Oh, let's go into worship now. Let's go into worship. Let's go into worship. Yeah, just is cool, cool, cool worship. No, it's not about being cool. It's not about being. No, 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 no. Worship is not. You can exp, you can worship through songs, but worship is not singing slow songs. Worship is adoration to God and the exalted Christ. Worship is an obedience to the Father. Worship is what? Worship is the, is the highest form. Of word of prayers. That is true worship. Worship is a destination, and the destination is it's a journey, and the destination is God. That is why the first place worship was mentioned, there was no ball, there was no music there, there was no band there, there was nothing there. It was about Abraham taking his son Isaac for the place of sacrifice. That is why worship is a sacrifice. True worship must involve sacrifice. Don't live a life of convenience. You remain at low level. If you live a life of convenience with Jesus, you remain at low level. It must be a life of covenant. What is it that sometimes it will make a demand from you to do things which are not convenient? The moment he does that is because he wants to what? Take you to the next level. Take you to the next level. But sometimes, because it's not convenient, many times people watch the step back. No, don't step back. It's time to go forward. Make a demand. The woman worshipped him and said, Lord, help me. Then verse 26, you know, he answered and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to little dogs. What kind of, eh, somebody say, look at the way he insulted her. He didn't insult her, you know, because Canaanites were living like dogs. Go and read Leviticus 3, 4, 5, 6. It's there. God specifically instructed them. They will sacrifice their young. They will put it through fire. 
They were doing things that God said, don't behave like these ones. Don't mix with them. Don't mix with them. He caught her that. And do you know what? Supposing if you are caught, put yourself in the shoes of this woman. If we are called, what? Little dog. Somebody said, me? A hold me? Tall me? Eh? That's the greatest insult. Come, 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 come. Let me give you a piece of my mind. She will not have been in the scripture. Nobody will have remembered her case. If she had walked away and said, look at the way you insulted me. And walked away, that would have been the end of her story. How many people have walked away from the place of destiny because of offense? You cannot be offended and be anointed at the same time. You know, offense is a trap that Satan sets to keep people bound. The moment you step into it, the moment offense is coming, a trap has been set in the spirit for you. The moment you respond to it and you step into it, you know what somebody did, you know what somebody said, I will never, never forgive, I will never, 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 you're already into it, into the trap, and you'll be bound. And I'm telling you, if you don't quickly forgive and let go, and let somebody say, boy, do you know what they did? How about what you did yourself? If you have without sin, raise up your hands and let us see. If you have not failed, raise up your hands and let us see. Who is without sin? She will first of all cast the first stone. If you did that and you are forgiven by him, not by man, why can't you forgive your fellow brother? Why can't you forgive your fellow sister? Why do you hold it and say, I will never, 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 never forgive? I was thinking about that this morning and he said to me, he said, you know, the moment people hold it and they are not forgiving, it creates a wound. And the wound in the spirit, he said, it, it, the, the thing we just, he said, who are the people that normally experience problem in healing of wounds? Those who are with underlying conditions. He said, the moment you do not forgive is because there are other things that you have allowed that has entered. Strife and forgiveness is a place that Satan world enjoys because it gives him direct access to you. And what does he come to do? Not to praise you, to what? To steal, to kill, to destroy. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. Strife is very dangerous. You don't, don't. Don't hold anybody. Don't hold and say, do you know what the person did? Do you know what they said to me? Do you know what she did? Do you know what? And you hold it. You will remain bound. You will not be making any progress. And in the spirit, there's nothing like remaining on the same spot. You're either progressing or what? Or you're going back. That is why let go and let go. But you know what they did? Let go. Let go fight the battle. Let him be the one that will answer for you in the days to come. He can fight a better battle than you. This woman did not allow any offense. It was the point that offense could have entered and would have, should have been cut off. She would have missed out on what God planned to do. But you know what she did? Look at what she did. And he said, yes, Lord. Even the little dogs will eat what crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then 20, then Jesus now said to her, oh my, your, your name will enter into records of life. Your name will enter. I'm telling you, this woman, her name will be in gold in heaven. You know, why, then why did, 
We not, why did the writers of the Bible not put a name to her? It's just to let you know that there are those on earth now. Their names may not be known on earth, but when you get to heaven, their names will be written in gold, you know, because of the one who has recognized what they did and is now said the time of reward. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed when? That same hour. That same hour. I don't have any doubt that that moving into that new fact of new uh, building, new uh, place, new whatever is it. God is writing a new book for us. It, God is writing. You will see what will happen in the days to come. In the days to come, you will see it because it's not just about us. It's about what God has determined to do in this season. That is why I can't wait. I can't wait to sign the contract. I can't wait when we will do what? When we will collect the keys. I can't wait. And I'm telling you, I can't wait when we'll be there worshiping and rejoicing because it is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. That is why I can't afford. You can't do anything and say, oh, and pastor is holding. No, 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 no. I don't, don't have time for all of that. Do you know what so and so and said? Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't. I'm wrong. I can't. Because of what? I want, it's called maximum word. Release of grace and blessing. I will not allow anything to entrap me. I will not allow anything to bring me. No, 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 no. I've already moved on. I've already, even before you say, you should go, no, no, I've already forgiven. I've already moved on. How about what so and so and so did five years ago? What? Five years ago? What, 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 when did that happen? <laughs> Do you, Pastor, don't you remember how we abused you? He abused me. You still remember? Oh, well, I've moved on. I've moved on. You are the one still remembering. I don't remember anything. I've moved on. Praise God. I'm completely free. Completely free. And that is the reason why you cannot, when it comes to scriptures, they flow. Why? Because there's no hindrance. There's no hindrance. There's no, people say, but how do you remember the scriptures like this? No hindrance. No hindrance. And I'm watching it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Because the prince of this world will come, but you will not find nothing in me. I'm watching it. How about you? Let him not find anything in you too. In the name of Jesus, rise up on your feet. It is time. <laughs> oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your word. I want to pray for you. I want to make some declarations over your life. Masolo baba shiri makala baswala Zima seketeli masuala basekete. I hear a song in my spirit, and the song goes like this: Oh, he has broken the gates of brass and caught the bars of iron asunder. He has broken the gates of brass and caught the bars of iron asunder. Lift your two hands to heaven. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the word you've given to me, I've declared to your people. And Lord, I pray right now, in the name of Jesus, that every gates of brass oh, and every bars of iron, whatever trap, whatever thing that has been put regarding their future, in the name of Jesus Christ, I dismantle them in the spirit right now. 
in Jesus' name, and Lord, they are stepping forward. They are going forward. They are becoming that which you have ordained for them. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you need to forgive anyone, let go right now. So that we can let God in. Because if you don't let go, you won't be able to let God in. Let go. Forgive. Forget. Let go. Has he offended you? Let go. Has she offended you? Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Because if you do right now, it will open the door that will release grace into your life beyond your ability and your capacity to do it. Grace. 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 Makato lobasheri bakala busua. Zima sele kasua labasekente. Rimasolo basheli masoko lobasisiria. Zibe seke le kasua labashelia. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are the one that opens a door that no man is able to close. And you are the one that closes doors that no one is able to open. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I close doors to every affliction of Satan in the lives of these ones. In the name of Jesus, I close the door. Affliction of sickness, affliction of disease, affliction of lack, affliction of want. I close the door. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I release, O oh Lord my God, by the unction of the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God, that, O oh Lord my God, is available. Lord my God, I'm asking for that release, that open doors, open doors, that limitless possibilities will not be a slogan for them. It will be the experience in Jesus' name. And every door that's been locked, we declare them open. Doors of possibilities, doors of favor, doors of help, doors of support. You will never lack any good thing in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we want to thank you. We have testified to the glory of your name. We have shared testimonies upon testimonies of how you've helped us in time past. But Lord, again, we have come today that in the name of Jesus Christ, oh Lord, that this ones, theirs will be the next testimony. They will share testimony of your faithfulness, of your goodness, of your kindness in Jesus' name. Thank you, wonderful Savior. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No more tears. No more weeping. No more tears. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you all the praise. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, while still standing and in the attitude of worship, I want us to receive our offering. Our thighs and our offering is part of our worship. Amen. Let me teach you how to give. Let me teach you how to give. Don't give. When they say, 
tithes and offering, we are not looking for the money to give. Don't do that again. Prepare your offering before coming. Go to God and say, Lord, what do you want me to give today? Let there be transaction between heaven and the earth. That's one. Number two, name your offering. Hello? Why? Because every seed brings forth food after his own kind. Name your offering. Don't just say, oh, time for what? Uh, offering time? Oh, yes. Oh, offering time, offering time. Okay. Yes. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. He deserves much more than that. And he's not a beggar anyway. You go to him and transact. Transact with heaven. And don't steal your thighs. Those who don't pay thighs don't grow. Hello? Don't. It's not yours. If you take it, you are stealing it. Amen. Why do they say that? You know, it belongs to him. That belongs to him. You worship him with it. You bring him to bring it to him. And you say, Lord, I've come. And then you you you, you name your seed. Lord, thank you. As I've come to worship you with this offering. Thank you for my business. Thank you for my child. Thank you for that area of your life that you're trusting God. You want to see him move. You name your seed. As you name your seed, you know what happens to you? You heaven opens. Grace is released to start to affect that in your life. Because you are transacting with heaven. You are not just dropping something and walking away. No, 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 no. You do, you do that too. No, it's not, no, it is the God of heaven and the earth. He gave it to you in the first place. That is the way to give. Don't just come and say, oh, you're, you're laughing time. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. If you're doing that, if you want to continue to do that, don't give. And I mean that. Don't give. Hold it. And you know choices have consequences. And we'll see. We'll compare notes in the days to come. You know. I'm confident about what I'm saying. I'm not just talking. I'm confident. I know this God. I don't, I don't say I know him, everything about him. But I know him to an extent. And there are some things you're sure of. That is the way you worship him with your offering. It's not just another, another word. Another, okay, offering time. No, no, no. You worship him. He's your God. He's your father. He's your master. He's your Lord. You worship him with it. You ask him, what do I want me to give? And he tells you, and you obey. How about he's asking me to give everything? Give everything. The reason why he's asking you to do that is because of what, what you do. And I'm proving him in my life. I'm not telling you what I've not done. I was saving everything to, to, to buy this, to buy that. He said, give everything to this woman who was about to get married. And I did. And he did. He did his own part. Because there's some things. This is not just, oh, yeah, do, I don't believe in doing, playing, uh, playing church. The reality of our faith, it must be real to you. It must be real to you. He's not playing games. He's not playing church. No, 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 no. You must be clean on the inside as you are on the outside.
So when I say worship him, let's worship him with our offering. Let's go ahead and worship him now. If you want to give, that is what they're putting there. They put the accounts there. If you want to give electronically, if you want to give with, you know, you can go ahead and do. Give, and then he will, so that he can outgive you. Amen. God is able to make all grace abound towards us. Lift up that offering, that tithe, whatever it is. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So that having all sufficiency in all things, you will abound unto every good work. You will not lack any good thing. In Jesus' name.